0: welcome to the top flight podcast we continue our road to moscow as we're previewing all 32 world cup teams this episode we'll be previewing serbia or benatar here with esteban bailey quick facts about serbia this is their 12th World Cup appearance. That is counting them as Serbia and Montenegro and Yugoslavia, They've the most names of any country in World Cup history. They did finish in fourth place back in the first ever World Cup in 1930 as the former Yugoslavia, and they also finished in fourth place in the 1962 World Cup. Last time they were in the World Cup was back in South Africa in 2010. They were not able to advance out of a group that contained Ghana, Germany, and Australia. How they qualified, they finished first in Group D in UEFA. In a very tough group containing Ireland, Wales, and Austria. Pretty impressive first place finish for Serbia. Had 6 wins, 21 points on 20 goals and 10 against. They're nicknamed the Eagles. They've already played 43 World Cup games. Their manager is Slavojab Muslin captain the legendary right back Baranislav ivanovich as we take a look now at serbia's world cup schedule they're going to open up the tournament in samara against costa rica on june the 17th followed by a big european clash in kaliningrad against switzerland on june the 22nd and then they will play brazil and moscow on june the 27th serbia for me esteban one of the most fascinating teams of this tournament
1: I have to agree. They're a very interesting mix of both talent, veteran talent, and younger players, and uh, also with a very interesting qualification history as well. Yeah, you take a look at some of the
0: players on their squad, they've actually got a very good team. You know, very experienced defense, Branislav Ivanovic, uh, Alexander Kolarov, pretty really tough, legendary Uh, wingbacks for that team plus you've got uh, Milos Velkovic of Werder Bremen he's a youngster at the age of 22 he could come in but also you've got a really good midfield that have had great seasons Dusan Tadic has been the hero of Southampton Nemanja Matic coming off of a okay season with Manchester United he definitely helped that team and he plays his role super well Uh, Edem Jajic of Torino and of course Luka Milovevic of Crystal Palace who had an excellent season for the Eagles helping keep them up in the Premier League.
1: And don't forget about uh, Sergej Milinkov-Savic from Lazio, who is probably going to get bought by either Manchester United or Manchester City this summer.
0: That's right. That's gonna, That could be a very big signing. And then you've got an experienced goalkeeper in Vladimir Stoichkovic, 34 years old, playing for Partizan in Serbia, 79 caps. But uh, the tournament depends on Alexander Mitrovic, the 23-year-old striker who is either a brilliant genius on the pitch or an absolute insane man on the pitch playing for Fulham now who are seeking promotion in the Premier League. How many goals can Mitrovic score in this tournament against uh, these three very, uh, very tough teams in Group E?
1: Well, Mitrovic is basically the Nicholas Bentner of our day now, and he could score a goal against each of the teams or he could go home empty-handed completely. He's that... Just insane of a of a striker. He had an excellent season in the championship uh, with the I believe which team was it? It was Fulham. It was Fulham. He had a great season with Fulham. Uh, he's been a very interesting striker because for Newcastle he was mostly uh, inconsequential. Although he had some really incredible goals from highlight real goals, but. That's why he got uh, sent on loan to the championship. However, in qualification, he has been their main man. He's been the guy that has scored the goals to get him to first place in a very tough group with Wales and Ireland. And, I mean, it's this Serbian team really depends on whether or not he's able to score goals. And that was a problem in 2010. They just weren't able to score enough goals to get out of that group. And we all know that Serbia has a lot of talent in the midfield. We know they have a lot of talent defensively. We know that they can shut you down, not let you score but can they score themselves can they be clinical can they take control of the game yeah that's going to that's a question to be asked
0: right and it's interesting to look at you know group d in this uefa qualification it was it was pinned as the toughest group because any one of those four teams between Serbia, Ireland, Wales, and Austria could have finished first and qualified. I think a lot of people penned Serbia as the team that was going to finish fourth because people still believed in Austria despite their terrible performance at Euro 2016 and having the likes of Arnautovic and David Alaba, but Austria fell flat on their faces again in qualifying and finished fourth. Wales, of course, came in as a big favorite after getting to the semifinals of Euro. You have Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, and this Wales team, is in their golden generation 17 points third place and then Ireland they played tremendous in qualifying they just barely missed out and they just couldn't get it done in the playoff against Denmark and somehow this Serbia team scored the most goals in this qualifying group by a, a very significant margin 20 goals for Serbia second was Austria with 14 but they've only conceded 10 but somehow Ireland and Wales only conceded six but that's the deal with this Serbia team they either win one nothing or draw nil nil or they can lose maybe two three nothing i think to brazil it's possible but for me that brazil serbia game is going to be fascinating because you've got these serbian defenders like ivanovich and kolorov who stand well above six feet and then you have the likes of gabriel jesus and neymar and willian running at them and coutinho all guys who are under six feet
1: Yeah, but what Brazil has that Serbia does not have is speed, speed and agility. Serbia cannot out technical any team in this tournament. Not even, maybe not even the likes of Saudi Arabia or Panama. Serbia does not have a lot of technical ability, except for a few of their midfielders and, of course, Dusan Tadic. But they out grit you. They out muscle you. They make sure that you feel the physicality that they're bringing. They're one of the most physical teams in this tournament and like you said, they can win a game 1-0 or draw 1-1, but they do not like, but they can lose like 3-0 or 2-0. It's it's very one or the other for Serbia. and In this group, they're going to be playing teams that could either cancel them out or they could totally blow away with their defensive uh, abilities, such as Costa Rica, who's your first matchup.
0: Yeah, that Costa Rica game is going to be, I I, I could see that as a, as a scoreless draw. Costa Rica, you mentioned Serbia, not a very technical team in a- a very uh, slow team costa rica they just play with they play with a game plan they they don't try they don't have the talent to just outperform you serbia has more talent than costa rica but costa rica always comes in with just the best game plans that's why they did so well in brazil so that's serbia costa rica game costa rica could be able to get a big victory just purely with game plan and then serbia and switzerland that's going to be A really hard-fought game. There's going to be a lot of hard tackles in that game. We could see a lot of cards. That might be the game where people say, oh, Mitrovic will get a red.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, Serbia, you can expect Mitrovic to get a red in any game, but with Serbia, you know that they're going to be a little more physical. We're not sure how the referees are going to be. We don't know how VAR is going to impact Serbia. And I mean, look, with Serbia, we have seen in the past that they tend to have a little more Backhanded tactics, if if I may say. Like, Serbia does foul when the refs aren't looking. They are very physical. They do like to make sure that players are uncomfortable within their box or within their own half. Serbia, they could really cause problems for Switzerland specifically. With Costa Rica, I expect Costa Rica and Serbia almost to cancel themselves out. Probably one goal at the dying moments, and then that's going to be it. And of course, Serbia needs to win that Costa Rica game if they're going to have any realistic chance of getting into second place. Same with Costa Rica. But with Switzerland... Well, we haven't just you know Switzerland is a good team. They're very technically you know gifted. They have a lot of interesting players. They like to play a very possession style game, which could feed right into Serbia's hands. Serbia likes to hold that ball, get it, get the get the box, like just make sure they have a wall, like uh, Stan Van Gundy, just build a wall. We're not going to let you come in, so. It'd be. I'm very curious because I think Serbia could nick a point off Switzerland, beat Costa Rica, and then just doesn't matter if they lose to Brazil at that point because Switzerland could lose to Costa Rica, and Switzerland will definitely lose to Brazil. So
0: Yeah, you got to get the results in those first two games. Yeah, poor Stan Van Gundy, man. How about Dwayne Casey getting fired? NBA is just crazy. I don't know what's going on. No kidding. <laughs> the coaches but also yeah serbia's backhand attack it's, it's a good thing they're not playing panama because that game would have the most cards in world cup history <laughs> serbia v panama Absolutely. you could have like eight v8 at one point between those two teams because well, we goodness. might get that
1: with costa rica costa rica is i mean they they're not a dirty team at all but costa rica they like to play physical yeah, they, they like to make tough. people uncomfortable yeah they are they are not going to be pushed around by anyone not including serbia which i mean you th- I think that Serbia, Costa Rica, it might be a Battle of Nuremberg type situation where we might get like six, seven cards, maybe a red card. Who knows? Plus, it's the first game. People are going to be trying to get an advantage of any sort because they're still kind of rusty and all this kind of stuff. So I'm very curious. I think that's going to be not the game of the tournament, but it's certainly Serbia's most. They have to circle that game. That is their game to win.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, the first game of the World Cup, you usually see more teams go defensive because they just want to sort of ease their way into it. And then once in the second game, it starts to open up more. That's why we don't really see super high-scoring games to start the World Cup. But then once the second game's hit, it's like, bam. But 2014 was kind of the exception because the third game of the tournament, Holland beat Spain 5-1 and it was the highest scoring World Cup ever uh, Serbia is going to be playing two friendlies before their opening match against Costa Rica they're going to be in Austria for both of them taking on Chile on June the 4th for me Chile out of the four teams between Chile Italy Holland and the US that didn't qualify Chile for me is the most surprising would you agree with that <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. I mean, come on. A team that won two straight Copa Americas and lost to a Germany B team in the Confederations Cup final doesn't make it? Insane. And then they're playing Bolivia, which you would expect to be a win. Matches are going to be in Graz, Austria, and uh, Vienna, Austria. But uh, time for predictions. So, how we do predictions on these preview shows? We're going to predict how well serbia can do in their group max number of points and how far they could get in the knockout phases we're going to be saving our full world cup predictions for our full preview show after we preview all 32 squads so esteban how many points can serbia get
1: I, honestly, I don't think Serbia is going to do very well, and I don't think they're going to be able to get that many points. I think realistically, four points is probably the max that they can truly believe to get, because I don't think they can beat Switzerland, and they're certainly not capable of beating Brazil. They could nick points off Costa Rica, and they could win that game, but, I mean, who knows? I think four is realistically their only, they're the highest potential they can get.
0: I'll say five. I think they could beat Costa Rica. This Costa Rica team, I don't expect them to be as good as they were In 2014. 2014 was kind of a fluke year. Costa Rica is a little bit older. They're bringing a lot of the same players. They don't really have any super new talent that is screaming out to the world saying, you know, this is going to make Costa Rica a quarterfinal team again. So I think Serbia could be Costa Rica. I don't see them, I don't think they beat Brazil. There's not even a chance they beat Brazil. I don't even think they could beat Switzerland, honestly, but I think a, a tie against Switzerland is possible uh, and then a win against Costa Rica. So between four or five points, if they could squeeze in a draw against Brazil, maybe, but... I don't see Serbia getting out of this group with how good Brazil and Switzerland are. And even if Costa Rica turns up with their amazing game plan like they did in Brazil, then Costa Rica even has a shot. So out of the four teams in Group B, I would say Serbia is the most likely to finish in last, despite how well they performed in the group stage against really good European sides. But if they do end up getting to the knockout phase, do they get far?
1: No, they that's a first round uh, first knockout round exit. They'll likely play one of either Germany or Brazil or Mexico and both opponents would likely beat Serbia. So, I think it's done after the 16 if they get second.
0: Yeah, I got to remember Serbia beat Germany in 2010, second game, but
1: <laughs> it would be Germany's fourth yeah. game
0: cuz Germany has the second game syndrome. They never win the second game of a major tournament. They rarely do, especially at the World Cup, but once you get to that fourth game, Germany could just steamroll Serbia. But to be fair, Algeria gave Germany a game in uh, in Brazil in 2014.
1: That's true, but Algeria was a little more technically gifted and they were able to hurt the 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 fullbacks of Germany a little more than Serbia is probably able to is it, capable of doing.
0: Is it likely that Serbia will be the most underperforming European team?
1: It's possible. They're certainly one of the worst European teams in this tournament. Um, I don't know if they're going to be the worst because they're so defensively rigid, uh, but I, I expect them to be very similar to Bosnia in 2014, where they're able to get some goals. They're a little cap. They're capable of maybe winning a couple games here or there, or a game here or there. But I, I just don't expect them to do anyth- anything in this tournament.
0: I don't expect them to do much either. But it would be nice to see them be competitive especially in that brazil game it's a game against talls versus smalls as the men and blazers would say
1: (laughs) no kidding (laughs) that's our
0: serbia preview serbia opens up against costa rica on june the 17th as this the road to moscow continues here on the top flight podcast continue to listen to all of our world cup previews